0: I'm Fiona Stewart. If you've been enjoying our conversations on the Outspoken Bible, you might also like to check out our new podcast, Where You Go, an 11-part audio drama on the story of Ruth. It's available on your usual podcast platform or via the link in the show description. But if you've missed it so far, here are the first two episodes to whet your appetite. Where You Go Episode 1 Once upon a time That's how all good stories start, right? And they end with a happily ever after This is a story a bit like that Only it's a story that's much older than our traditional fairy tales And it's a story that's not a story. It's a true story. It's a Bible story from a lawless time in the history of God's people. A time long before the birth of Jesus, before even the famous Old Testament shepherd, poet, giant slayer, King David. And it's a story with three main characters. But I'm jumping ahead. So, once upon a time,
1: There was a time when Israel didn't have kings to rule over them, but they had leaders to help them. This is a story about some things that happened during that time. There wasn't enough food in the land of Judah, so a man went to live for a while in the country of Moab. He was from Bethlehem in Judah. His wife and two sons went with him. The man's name was Elimelech. His wife's name was Naomi.
0: Listen out for that name. Naomi is one of the three main characters. I know, it's unlikely, isn't it? She's not even given top billing. She's introduced to us as Elimelech's wife. But what you'll discover is that this story doesn't always say the most obvious things up front. Sometimes it slides them in as an aside, so you need to stay sharp. Where were we? Oh yes a man named Elimelech and his wife, Naomi, and the two sons.
1: The names of his two sons were Malon and Kilion. They were from the tribe of Ephraim. Their home had been in Bethlehem in Judah. They went to Moab and lived there. Naomi's husband, Elimelech, died, so she was left with her two sons. They married women from Moab. One was named Orpah, the other was named Ruth.
0: Here's character number two, Ruth. She even gets second billing to Orpah. Again, she's introduced as an outsider, a Moabites, not a Hebrew like Elimelech and his family. She's important, though. In fact, arguably, she's the least outside outsider you're going to encounter in this happily ever after tale.
1: Naomi's family lived in Moab for about ten years. Then Malon and Killian also died. So Naomi was left without her sons. And her husband.
0: It's not a promising start. Here's Naomi. She's left her country of origin a well-respected woman whose husband has decided to try to protect his family and himself. Escaping the famine and starting afresh in a new place may have seemed like a smart move, but abandoning their homeland has brought grief and sorrow. It's all gone wrong, and Naomi is in a bind. She can... Stick around in Moab, grieve the loss of her husband and sons and try to make a new life for herself. But prospects for a foreign widow are not at all good in these times. But what other option is there? Go crawling back to Bethlehem and feel the pity of her friends and family. And what's she going to do with Orpah and Ruth? She probably thought about all this long and hard. We don't know how long for, but...
1: While Naomi was in Moab, she heard that the Lord had helped his people... He had begun to provide food for them again. So Naomi and her two daughters in law prepared to go from Moab back to her home. She left the place where she had been living. Her daughters in law went with her. They started out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. The
0: decision's made. She's returning. Retracing the family's journey to her homeland, in a search for blessing and help. She's taking the daughter's-in-law with her. Or is she? I expect you're wondering what happened when Naomi got back to Bethlehem. And you've probably noticed the significance of the town's name in biblical history. Yes, it's the same Bethlehem, where Jesus was born. But that's another story, and another time. It's interesting how it's mentioned though, isn't it? We'll come back to that. So, when we left her, Naomi had set off on the road back to Bethlehem with her two daughters-in-law, Orpah and Ruth. Remember, Orpah and Ruth were not from Bethlehem. Naomi's sons had met and married them while they were living in Moab. But here we find them, this collection of three women, making their way to a country that is strange to two of them, and probably feels strange to the woman who had left it so long ago under such different circumstances.
1: Naomi said to her two daughters-in-law,
0: Both of you, go back. Each of you go to your own mother's home. You were kind to your husbands who have died. You have also been kind to me, so may the Lord be just as kind to you. May the Lord help each of you find rest in the home of another husband.
1: Then she kissed them goodbye. They broke down and wept loudly. They said to her, We'll go back to your your people people with you. But Naomi said,
0: Go home, my daughters. Why would you want to come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Go home, my daughters. I'm too old to have another husband. Suppose I thought there was still some hope for me. Suppose I married a man tonight and later I had sons by him. Would you wait until they grew up? Would you stay single until you could marry them? No, my daughters. My life is more bitter than yours. The Lord's power has turned against me. Well, I think we've dispelled with any notion that Naomi was a happy woman. I mean, we understand that she's not living in ideal circumstances, but you'd think that a Bible character would be a bit more, well, faithful. A bit less, well, she said it herself, bitter. But there you go. She's honest enough to say how she really feels about the hands she's been dealt, and by now you're probably thinking that Orpah and Ruth were maybe having second thoughts about the journey to a strange country with a bitter old woman like Naomi. There's a lot of emotion about, and it's not over yet.
1: When they heard that, they broke down and wept again. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye, but Ruth held on to her. Look, said Naomi,
0: your sister-in-law is going
1: back to her
0: people and her gods. Go back with her.
1: But Ruth replied, don't try to make me leave you and go back. Where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Where you die, I'll die, and there my body will be buried. I won't let even death separate you from me. If I do, may the Lord punish me greatly.
0: That's an important line, by the way. It's the tweetable quote. Where you go, I'll go. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. It's a declaration of faith from Ruth. A promise to stick with Naomi. But it's also a conversion of sorts. Where you go, I'll go.
1: Naomi realised that Ruth had made up her mind to go with her, so she stopped trying to make her go back.
0: And that's where we leave them today. Physically not a step closer to that happy ending, but emotionally and spiritually something has changed. Naomi is not going to face her people alone. She has Ruth, two of our three main characters. We haven't met the third yet. You didn't think it was Orpah, did you? No, we'll not hear from Orpah again. She made a different choice and returned to Moab. We've not met the third character yet. That's for tomorrow. Where You Go is a Bible 2020 production brought to you by the Scottish Bible Society. Written and directed by Fiona Stewart. Performed by Fiona Stewart, Naomi Stirrett and Philip Todd. Engineered and produced by Alistair Wallace.